They spoke of it first in whispers. Then it took the media by storm. I have existed from the morning of the world, and I shall exist until the last star falls from the heavens. Although I have taken the form of Caius Caligula, I am a god. Bob Guccione and Penthouse Films International present Caligula. You amateur. Amateur. No treachery could equal his evil. No evil was more treacherous. He's mad! Caligula, the emperor who devoured Rome. Teresa Ann Savoy, Helen Mirren, Peter O'Toole, John Gielgud. No rumor can match the reality. Caligula, rated R. I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Well, Danny boy, from plane to plane they are calling. From plan to plan, went down the mountainside. That summer's gone, when all the roses are falling. Dad, you must go, this you must go. Welcome to Crapper World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to the very first edition of Danny B Movies, where I introduce a guest and or myself to a cult film. Now, the name for this new format uh, comes from my close primary school, high school friends, uh, when I would attempt to introduce them to a film. Uh, so this was their shorthand for a film being weird, trash, or cult. Um, and I could only introduce this format with another Danny B. And it is, of course, my good friend and yours. It's Mr. Dan Burgess. Hello, sir. How are we? I'm very good. How are you? Well, I was all right until you made me watch this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I will say this. I will say this. I am. I just had my COVID vaccine yesterday, so I'm a little bit, ooh, a little bit way. You know, I'm a little bit funny. So, if this this particular podcast isn't up to snuff, you know, it's because I'm I'm a little bit turning it. I'm turning into a zombie or an ape or whatever people think the there's a microchip in me. Whatever people think the vaccine will do, I've got it. Whatever any of those theories are, um, no, no. But we're we're doing this over um, over the internet, and the, we've both been vaccinated, and the five G signal we're getting is amazing. <laughs> this is quality. This is a quality signal. Yeah, it's, this is the <laughs> unusual. Probably because we're doing it right in the middle of the day, where I hope everybody else is working. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, but we are here to talk Caligula, the controversial film, which is Caligula. Now, I'm going to take you back quite a few years now when I was when I was a, a wee nipper, a teenager, um, and I was watching Christina Aguilera's dirty music video. Ooh. My grandmother walked in, she saw the video, and she said, what is this, The Last Days of Rome? And I said, I said to myself while watching this, I went, she clearly never saw this film. <laughs> my god if if she thought Christina Aguilera's music video was the last days of Rome 
fuck me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if she if she made the mistake of thinking I Claudius from the BBC was on. <laughs> oh, I'll watch. I'll watch this. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is um, that's definitely not this film. Um, I think before we get into it, we need to talk about the long history um, of production for this film. And boy, has it got a history! My God, yeah. Prior to the creation of the film Caligula, Penthouse the if you don't know what Penthouse is, um, which oh, I've no idea what I'm sure. Is. What is Penthouse? Who is Penthouse? Um, so they were they were a very uh, they were a big pornography publisher. Um, so the magazines and stuff, much much like a Playboy, but I think they they were a bit more explicit than Playboy was. And they would often actually help fund big feature films such as Chinatown and The Longest Yard. Yeah, I was really surprised at. I didn't. I didn't realise that before. Looked up what what had went on, and like to see that they'd funded films like that I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not something. It, I mean, this wasn't their first foray into filmmaking, so you know, so to speak. I mean, they do make they made adult films and various other stuff. Um, but Bob Guccione, as I hope how you pronounce it, um, he wanted to make a pornographic, a pornographic epic. Um, you know, somehow, so well, just a just just a pornographic. Now we'll just we'll just call it that. We'll change Por- it. Pornographic. It's all in one. <laughs> Portmanteau name. Pornographic. <laughs> we're gonna make a pornographic. We're gonna make a pornographic. I imagine he's got like a massive cigar, and he's like, "We're gonna make a pornographic. That's <laughs> what we're gonna do. Lots of lots of genitals and everything. You name it, we're gonna have everything in it. Um, and we'll get to that. Don't you worry. We'll get to that. Um, but he hired Gore Vidal of. Gore Vidal fame, you know, um, to write the screenplay. Yeah, um, Gore Vidal is a name you know without knowing actually what they ever did. Yeah, because I know that name, but I don't I don't know what he did. Is he a politician? Is he a writer? Is he is he a novelist? Is he just he's just a famous person? I'm, I'm sure I'm sure people are probably sharing at the recording device, the podcast playing device, like, oh, I know what he does and he did this, but I've, I'll be honest, I've not looked into it and I've I've not dedicating my time to Gore Vidal because it's quite a small part of this story, this particular story. Yes. But he, he was hired for $200,000 dollary dues to write the script, and it was called Gore Vidal's Caligula. Um, so he even had his big name on it. Uh, very proud of it, he was. So the main theme of his script was that power corrupts absolutely and would have featured Caligula's gradual descent into madness and evil. And this this is reflected in the opening quote of the film, what shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And that was his idea. Um, his screenplay also had a strong focus on homosexuality, leading to the producer, Guccione, to demand rewrites and tone down the homosexual content for wider appeal. (laughs) It only had one straight sex scene in it. That's right. The original. And that was between the brother and sister, Caligula and Drusilla, which is... It says it all, really. I mean... Very strange. It's it's very odd, but that was was his script. And it's not, you know, it's not untrue. He did have male lovers and... You know what have you, and does yeah. does does things to men in this film that we, again we will talk about. Um, oh, I'm just wincing at the thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least at least he lubed up a little bit at, at the very least. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, 
Carrying on. Um, <laughs> so Guccione tried to hire erotic filmmaker Tinto Brass, um, again, very famous for his erotic films um, in Italy and various other uh, European countries. But he said he would only do it if he could rewrite the script which he felt was basically garbage. Again, this led to um, Gore Vidal having his name removed from the script because uh, him and Malcolm Vidal actually rewrote some of the script for the shooting. So Gore Vidal had his name removed. And then Tinta Brass refused to film the the explicit sex stuff, the unsimulated sex that Bob Gucci only required because it's penthouse, end of the day. So this had Tinta Brass kicked out of the editing room so the final cut was by Bob Guccione. And again, Tinta Brass had his name removed from the film as well. Uh, and then all the actors as well dis- totally disowned the film after its release. And there's a lot of illegal issues that went on, a lot of suing um, from people involved in the film, from people outside of the film, um, you know, religious groups and, you know, people against porn and various other kind of um all this other sort of stuff going on, but I don't really want to get into that. But that's that's the basic plot story of the behind the scenes kind of making of it um, up until its release. Uh, but let's let's talk about the film, Dan. So why don't you tell me if you can maybe try and sum up somewhat of the plot of Caligula? Um, it's a little it's a little mixed. I mean, the editing of the film is pretty mixed up anyway. So yeah, well, the, ed- the editing was obviously as be the film's been chopped about so much i think there's about 15 different versions of it anyway the the edit obviously was like the beginning the very beginning of it in the woods was in the middle of the film mm. and that was put at the beginning so as you can but it's that matter film anyway you don't really the way it's edited you, you don't know where it's supposed to be going anyway there is there is essentially, a, there's a couple of scenes where he's got a beard and he's and he's in yeah. a different and he's in a different location because he goes to see his grandfather Tiberius, played by Peter O'Toole, um, yeah. and he's got a beard, and then two minutes his later... His beard just grows, and then it's gone, yeah. And then it comes back, yeah. So, yeah, so it's essentially the, the story based on um, Suetonius's biography um, of the Twelve Caesars, and of which he is one, obviously. As mad as the film is, it is based on a historical document of what really went on in the Senate of Rome and his rise to power, his obvious... I mean, I think Tiberius was syphilitic. He was he was mad, all scabby and dying in in the film. So I think our friend Caligula had the same symptoms because he was literally going mad. And this is essentially it doesn't. It's not even his descent into madness. He starts mad and just gets a little bit more insane as the, the story goes on. And it's about showing how he um, changed the the Senate into a bordello. Mm. He put his horse into the Senate. <laughs> uh, it was just, it's just about debauchery, debasement, and just pure filth all the way through it, isn't it? Abs- uh, absolutely, so it, yeah. <laughs> but it's the dark, the dark tones of how, um, as you said before, absolute power corrupts absolutely. All the way through it is you see the, the powerful who are already in power are all corrupt and mad, <laughs> and he wants he wants that. He, he, the beginning, the beginning uh, monologue he does uh, over the bleeding eye coin thing at the beginning of the film. It's all very stark, and that beginning monologue ends with like he, he basically saying he is God or he is a God, mm. and that's what he believes himself to be because he's one of the Claudius thingy. What, what yeah. is it? Well, he he says at the start that all the Caesars before him were gods, and so he believes. 
He's a direct descendant of those gods. And I am Rome. This is Rome. I am Rome. I'll always be here. I am Caligula. You know, all that sort didn't, of stuff. I didn't quite make out in the film because of all the giant penises and things. <laughs> <laughs> but it, apparently in, in like real life, he, he had a walkway from the from his house to the damn temple so he could be close to his other gods basically yeah i think i i, I was watching a, i think it was i think it's called the infographic show or something on youtube and it kind of gives you and he says that he would often communicate with the gods and talk to hercules and various other people and it was like because that's what he he believed that's that was his you know that was his lineage but yeah it's 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 a fascinating film just purely because of its history but but also it, it made a lot of money like it made serious amounts of money and almost entirely purely because of the pornographic stuff um and that's, I think the, it, that's the funny thing about it isn't it it's it's basically it'd be a better film without the porn and it's not it's not particular i mean the funny thing about the, the pornographic elements to it is i was watching it thinking these people look like they've never had sex in their lives <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what I mean? They just like they were fumbling around and like tongues writhing all over their own faces and things. It's like, what's going on here? It's like, know. it's like, what is this penis I have in my hand? How do yeah. I, how do I work this? It's like a joint, yeah. like holding it like a joystick. Yeah, there is a whole lot of penis in this film. But the um, thing about the film, I, I, I was, is surprising is the music uh, by Bruno Nicolai, or as Paul Clementi as he's credited in the film, is phenomenal. It's you know it's got the lovely bits of um, Spartacus uh, and Romeo and Juliet ballet mi- mixed into it. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah, like the song. There's like the um, classical music that you'll you'll hear and go, oh, I know that song. But obviously, he's put it in in the midst of like a a medley of other songs. At the beginning, it's you know, I mean, a beautiful singing voice I've got, and it's like, but the it's him and his sister frolicking naked in the woods. You know, it's like. That's yeah, very, very strange. But it's, you know, it's a beautiful looking film. It's got some, some I mean, one of, one of the sets in it was like the biggest set built at the time. It's like a 175 foot long ship or something. Mm. Yeah, the, or, the orgy uh, boat, as I like to call the it. The orgy boat, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, isn't it? The love boat. Love boat. But, um, it reminds me a lot set wise and acting wise as well, I suppose, of Flash Gordon. And, you know, the costume design and everything is. That kind of thing. I mean, there's a few Princess Leia armoured bikini moments in it as well that I noticed. But I thought, oh, I wonder if that's where they got the idea for um, Jabba's Palace. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I, I read actually that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was inspired by Cal- the performance in Caligula by Malcolm McDowell for his Wolf of Wall Street character. Oh, so that was that was a big inspiration, which, you know, I can kind of see because that's a similar kind of, you know, the excess of, you know, leading to madness and stuff. And that um, is the other thing about the film is the cast is like, it's the real deal. Like it's not, you know, you've got Peter O'Toole, you've got Sir John Gielgud. Well, um, I think it was either Peter O'Toole or Malcolm O'Dowell said on set, set when he turned up, they were like, all right there, Johnny, what are you what are you doing on the set of a porno? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was at the end, um, like apparently like um, Peter O'Toole, given up drinking before he went on set but Tinto Brass makes says that he, he seemed to be on something all the way through it but he was playing a syphilitic lunatic so maybe that was just him getting a card uh, I mean, Malcolm McDowell and him were, were like on set was dead serious about it <laughs> and Helen Mirren 
and um, John Gielgud were like, I'm just getting on with this film. <laughs> getting it over and done with. Getting the money, getting out of here. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's it's fascinating. It is a it's a truly fascinating film. Like it, it mixes this kind of historical epic with this almost Shakespearean style, classically trained actors with pornographic material. You know, explicit yeah, pornographic material. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Like you're seeing Helen Mirren, Dame Helen Mirren, walking along with Malcolm McDowell, and in the background there's just a, a woman playing with herself and a fella getting a blowjob. Right? You're like. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah, it's just it's it's almost like it, it's it's like I was never bored. I was saying this off air. I was never bored. This is I watched the you and I watched the hundred and fifty plus minute version, the explicit, yeah. unrated version of this film, which is one only one of several cuts. There are there's you know there's apparently there's a PG cut somewhere. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that what that is like. It's four it's four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> but even even to this day in 2021, there is still in they are still Penthouse and various other people are still in the process of completing two separate cuts. There is the Tinto brass cut. And there also is going to be a Gore Vidal cut, which is apparently close to what he imagined. Um, but I kind of don't see how the Gore Vidal one would work because they kind of basically threw out his script to a degree. Yeah. You know, they adapted from it. So the shooting script was really the kind of Tinto Brass version. But, you know, I, I, I might watch it <laughs> if they finally kind of release any of those. There is a... There's unless, a it's, unless it's a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour, like the, like the Snyder cut of Caligula. Oh, <laughs> like no, I can't take four hours of that. I mean, this this is you know, arguably this is the Snyder the Snyder cut of its day. Um, yes. You know, release <laughs> release the unrated cut. We want to see all this, all this yeah. fellatio and stuff. Show us that. You know, we want to see penises. <laughs> we don't get enough phalluses in cinema. We need more. Hashtag, hashtag. Um, but there is, a, there is a, a really nice documentary on YouTube at the moment called Mission Caligula, and it's about um, the young guy trying to. It's, it's probably not that young, but it's about it's about him uh, putting together. He was when he started. Yeah, and now he's like, Ugh! now he looks uh, <laughs> syphilitic. Um, he looks yeah, like I think he started six months ago. <laughs> um, he's watched yeah. it that many times. <laughs> but he's got he's got like a he did it at uni as this big kind of folder of of how you would piece by piece, you know, because um, there's moments in this film which are just like, I mean, it's mad already. It's a mad film already, but there's bits where it's just like clearly something's been cut out. Like there's a moment where all of a sudden, like they're having the orgy and all of a sudden they cut to Caligula just say it, shouting, crawl, crawl, crawl. And you're like, where the where the fuck did that come from? But apparently there's a scene where he he's getting people to do stuff. So he's like, hop on one leg, you know, um, do this, run, you know, jump up and down, you know. And then he, and, and then the final thing is crawl, crawl, crawl. I hate you. I hate all of you. I I, I was like, what? Why is he just shouting crawl, crawl, crawl? With no, there's no context for him shouting crawl, crawl, crawl. And this is apparently again Guccione cutting out 
a lot of the satire because Tinto Brass wanted to have more of um, his his version on, and Malcolm McDowell's version was more of um, Caligula was always evil. He was born evil. He's a you know he's a monster. He's a born monster, but he gets more elaborate, more over the top, more outlandish, uh, and more mental as he goes on. Like it just gets it just kind of escalates. Um, and that was his version. There was a lot of political satire in there, a lot of comedy. Um, but Guccione apparently cut a lot of that out because he didn't, it wasn't interested in that. Um, and again, was just shoved in a lot of penis, like we've discussed. Um, a lot of TNA. I mean, it's 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 more than TNA. You've got you know, you name it, you name it's it, in it's in it. We have we have there's an intersex person getting a getting a blowjob. You've got um, little people performing sexual acts as well. You've got um, you've got a gay, gay blowjob, a man on a man blowjob a couple of times. Like <laughs> you you name the sexual act, it was probably you know yes. You've got you know just regular cunnilingus for days. Yeah, a lot of cunnilingus, a lot of cunnilingus, a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> um, you know. You know, jizzing penises. They there's there's a lot yes. of jizz there at that point. Foamy jizz. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Foamy jizz in the morning. I watched uh, this first thing in the morning. It wasn't good. <laughs> it's probably not. right off me cornflakes. You're like you're like. No, fair enough. Um, it's not. Yeah, if you're if you're uncomfortable with you know explicit you know nudity. But the bizarre thing about it is, it's not like it's not even like you know, it's kind of feeling like a teenager would want to get hold of because it's like what. I've heard about this Caligula, yeah. but none of it's sexy. No, there's none of it that makes you go. You know what? It's it's all like a bit. Oh my god! The only the only bit where I was like the only bit that I thought was a little bit sexy was like you know between maybe Malcolm McDowell and like um, and Helen Mirren because I thought they had yeah. like there was there was chemistry there and there yeah. was, that even that was a little bit sexy. But even then, it's not like it's not something where I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, but the main the main part of the film, the main cast members bits are better than any of the in, interlaced porn bits yeah and that's the thing the porn is the porn is shoved in there um you know literally so fig- to speak <laughs> literally and figuratively shoved in there just as the plot gets interesting or just as you're you know you're getting it's it's almost like a distraction it's like oh it's like it's almost like oh every every five minutes we've got to have a bit of porn or people are gonna get bored you know or yeah, something yeah. it's kind of like it's or like you know like a slasher film where it's like oh we've got to have a kill every you know 10 minutes we have to have another kill or something it's it's almost like that it's it's not necessarily needed and kind of yeah but there's this i think there's some good acting in here i think i think there's some nice scenes like like when um you know when malcolm mcdowell when caligula's sister drusilla dies and he's having that moment where he just yeah, can't really that's really good i thought that was really good and there's a scene where Malcolm McDowell has like a nervous breakdown in the storm and starts dancing. You know, he starts quoting Tiberius and starts doing the dance he did for Tiberius. By the way, the dancing from from the main actors in this is something to behold. It's a lot of kind of a lot of rigid. Yeah, it's almost like the horse, the horse movement, isn't it? With the like the leg up, leg down, leg up, leg down. Uh, Arm up, arm left. Yeah, bend the arm in, bring the arm down. Yeah, even even Helen Mirren's has a dance when she's pregnant. It's, it's spoiler. Strange. Yeah, spoiler. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler for this this hundreds and hundreds of years old <laughs> story, um, historical story. Well, it's like that, you know, when 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 the baby's born and it's a girl, hmm. and he says, "No, it's not. It's my son." <laughs> it's like okay. They're all like, they're all like, yep, yep. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Which don't tell me that. I tell you. I tell you what. I also liked as well. I like the scene where 
Tiberius has been murdered. Caligula is going to assume the role as Caesar. Um, and he starts kind of giving a speech and he's a little, you know, he's a little shy about it. And his, his sister's like, no, you are Caesar. You are Lord of the world. He's like, Lord of the world. I like that dream, you know. Um, and, and then he's he still fumbles in his speech and people are like, <laughs> and he's like, gold coins for everybody. And they're like, yes, we love you, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> he, knew, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I think there is some genuine good stuff in here. It's just... I don't think it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad film. I wouldn't go so far as saying it was a bad film. I just think it was, I think the editing process has kind of ruined the, the original vision. And I think, yeah, I think, it, know, I think it's probably, I'd go so far as say it's actually quite a good film. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's historically kind of accurate. It shows you like the actual mania of the entire like Senate to begin, you know, all the way through it. And how people are always like, backstabbing each other and quite literally in some places and all all vying for power and all paranoid about who's after them and and then obviously he just gets to the point where he goes anyone who says anything at all he doesn't like or even if he believes they are thinking anything about mm. them he just says oh it's treason yes yeah. it's treason it does it does talk it, about someone like... <laughs> he smells someone's breath at a party and goes have you taken an antidote did you think i was going to poison you right treason <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the bit um where he's like he so he decides all of a sudden that all the senators need to um you know he, he just decides that you're not beds and um all your wives are whores, so let's make them whores. Yeah. You know, and he, um, he just turns it into a big bordello, doesn't he? A brothel. But then but then he, he goes up and he's like he's I've like, got coins. He's like he goes up and he goes he sees his one wife and he's like, She's got hairy nipples. Nope, not for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and he like, goes up to her husband and says, "Your wife's bringing the entire place down." <laughs> but, and I, but I was like, in in the other in the other orgy scenes, there's you know there's there's people with like um, th- there's a scene with someone with like extra hands and birth defects and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and one with three faces, three faces, and there's a guy with a, like an ass for a stomach. This yeah. is a weird film. <laughs> this is a fucking it's, weird. It's very odd. But like I, I love that it was like it was like I don't mind a guy with an ass for a stomach, but but the hairy nipples, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> can't have and that. And then he, he says he says he says um, it's five gold coins for twenty minutes. Yeah, they're all senators' wives, you know. And then he and then he looks at Helen Mirren and goes, mm, "I'll have to think of a special price for you." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's his missus. Like he's like, oh my god. I mean, <laughs> I don't. One of my one of my favorite scenes is in it is. Um, John Gill Goodson basically just cuts his wrists. The real, the real, um, what's his name? Nerva. Mm. In the in reality, he uh, starved himself to death. So, but I think before this story set, anyway. Mm. But um, in this, he cuts his wrists, and he's, he's in this pool of blood. And obviously, Caligula's like hell bent on finding out what heaven is. Kind of. Thing. Uh, do you see? Is it Isis? Is Isis. It? Yeah. He's saying, I said, Have you, can you see her? Can you see any? And he's like, No, I'm just nice and warm going to sleep and he's like no so he ends up drowning I'm like but the best line in it Peter O'Toole saying to him you know you can't leave me you can't leave me he goes um, I've lived too long Tiberius and I hate my life and I just thought this is this written in 2021 <laughs> 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 just like that's, that's pretty much how I feel right <laughs> lockdown's got to me yeah <laughs> I love, I love the kind of there's a proper slapstick moment as well. So bizarre, like, like tonally, I think this film is is a little disjointed. Again, 
down to the editing process purely, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're just trying to pull off Tiberius's Caesar ring, um, like Malcolm Medell as Caligula is trying to pull it off, and it's just like it's almost like a it's like a Buster Keaton style, like like he just he keeps falling over trying to pull it off, and like and he it's and Tiberius doesn't even know, and then only after he puts it on does he go, "Give me my ring," you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, like, I think I think that's an old school. You know, it's one of those moments. Tell my family that I, and then they die. Hmm. So he takes the ring off, and then he, he comes back to life for a couple of seconds. Give me ring. <laughs> I want my ring back. I'm still alive. Give me ring. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like that Austin Powers where it's like I'm alive, but I'm badly burnt. Bring <laughs> out your dead. Helen Mirren called this film, which I think is probably probably quite a good description of it as an irresistible mix of art and genitals yes i i would completely agree <laughs> with with dame helen mirren dame helen mirren like she knows the stuff um, and i have to say it might it might be a bit, a bit rude of me to say so but by god she was a fine looking woman when she was younger i can oh. tell you Beautiful, beautiful lady, um, and and you know, well cast. I think in this particular film, yes. <laughs> I, love, I love, I love that he, I love that he, he goes because he's like, <laughs> his because he, he, he's basically in love with his sister. He loves his sister. Yeah, his sister know. is his love. Love of his life is his sister, and he's like, we get married, and she's like, no, we can't get married because you know, because the rules and this and that, and we wouldn't have it, and politically it would be bad. You know, da 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 da. Um, and he's, we're not Egyptians. No, we're not Egyptians. He's like, well, let's let's just piss off to Egypt then and get married. <laughs> like that's his that's his plan. Um, but I was like, okay, sure. But she she's I think she's the only kind of redeeming feature for him because like I I think she's his kind of she's his guardian angel basically. She looks yeah. after him, makes sure he's at least trying to do somewhat of the right thing. But eventually, even even his kind of his desires, you know, go far beyond, you know, her ability to kind of control or, but she, she loves him. She's almost his um, Jiminy Cricket yeah. conscience, basically, isn't she? If if it wasn't like a historically accurate film, you'd assume she was like a figment of his imagination almost. Hmm. A bit like Fight Clubby type thing. Yeah, you know, she's in his head and you keep telling him, you know, oh, Caligula, chill out, lad. Chill Stop out, killing lad. everyone. <laughs> Yeah, don't need to uh, chop their heads off. Leave them. I, I have to admit, speaking of chopping people's heads off, that big giant red wall. That, that so we've got these guys that are like basically, you know, they're buried up to their head in sand, and then you've got people at either side of this big kind of proscenium. Gladiator, like a gladiator. Yeah, this. Yeah, basically, and they're throwing like rotten fruit in there and, and <laughs> onions and all sorts of these. Like these a bottles. coconut chai. Yeah, these poor, these guys that just have their heads. And not only that, which is bad enough, you've got this giant red wall coming towards them with these cyclical blades that are just spinning around. And eventually, as the wall moves forward, cut their head off. (laughs) Great, great cheers from the audience. Yeah. But that is something. Yeah, because the fella, the guy who kills Tiberius is is buried, isn't he? Uh, Macro, I think he was called. Yeah, Macro. Yeah. He's, he's he's one of the he's the main victim, isn't he? He's like that, oh, yeah. that yeah, bastard, and then his head goes flying off. Yeah, because Macro kills Tiberius, and 
and he, and he's you know he's proving his worth to Caligula like I believe in you you are the next Caesar and he like puts his hand in the fire and stuff um yeah. trying to get get that kind of across but then he's like he's like you know that like everyone like he's like he's really worried about people knowing you know that he killed or had Tiberius killed so he's it's Jamel is a Jamelus the young boy Jamelus yeah and relative he tries to have it has him killed and stuff um yeah Jamelus is the one who who had taken the antidote to the poison before the party. That's and right. He was yeah. like, oh, oh, you're treasonous. Take him away. Mm. But, Proculus. Um, yeah, Proculus. The, the wedding of Proculus is like where it all starts going wrong for our poor old Proculus because he gets his Proculus proculated. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so this is this is something that really happened in his, his story. Um, like we said, this is fairly historically accurate. This film, as mad, batshit crazy as it is, and as you know, as as, as many time jumps as it makes, um, he uh, Caligula would often go to a wedding, and he would take the virginity of the wife for the bride, and you know, against her will, pretty much. And it, which is something we see in this film as well. He he takes the wife. Uh, and the husband, and makes the husband watch as well. And I think there's, I think is she, is she a virgin? He's basically I, having a good look. Yeah, he's having a good, he's having a good look. And then he, is, is there some? He blood? says to him, "Are you, are you a virgin?" Yeah, um, I think there's some blood shown after he's he's raped yeah, her. Um, yeah. yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oh, are you a virgin?" Now, apparently, the original shooting script was called for Malcolm McDowell to also rape Proculus. However, Malcolm McDowell said, I'm not going to do that. So he suggested probably something that's probably worse, I'd say. Uh, yes. Probably worse. Totally. But, um, I mean, it's all bad. Don't get me wrong. It's all bad. It's never a, none of this stuff is good. But he he decides to, to fist him. Quite. He decides to go full um, British Bake Off, make a huge cake of his hand. He just dips his hand into what can only be described as lard or cake, doesn't he? Yeah. Put a bit of lube. Yeah, <laughs> just goes I'm just gonna... splotch with his and and the thing is, he's got his ring on the hand as well. Oh yeah, his, like senatorial ring thing. So it's like yeah. And and like when he's pulling his hand out, you can see a, a significant amount of brown on his hand as well. <laughs> it's like oh, it's prep. It's it's yeah. Um, and he even he even puts a little flower. On the top, yeah, he puts his, a flower up his ass. He puts a flower in his yeah. bum, in his bum. Beautiful, um, beautiful metaphor. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But I just, I, 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 it's. But then later on in the film, like yeah. Proculus, even after that, is still like a loyal um, soldier. But at the end, he, he they basically hang, string him up, kill him slowly, cut his penis off. You know, it's just it's. It doesn't end so, well for Proculus. So, yeah, they cut his penis off, and then they, they, they cut the penis off, feed that to the dogs, and then send the balls to his wife. As you do, you know. You do. Nice, nice. Lovely, lovely fella, lovely fella. That's the thing as well. The, the, you know, the, again, those elaborate sets. There's a couple of times where it's like, do you remember when you the Castle Grayskull toy mm, yeah. was always, it was kind of like too small for the for the figure toys that came with it? That's what some of the sets feel like. It's like they don't—they kind of seem like a weird size for the what's going on in this. But it was almost like it was trying to do a forced perspective in some places, but just mm. they, they couldn't be bothered, so they just went, "Ah, sorry, it's just it looks weird." It's a, definitely a trippy film, isn't it? A, it's, point of view. 
Yeah, it's 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 very bizarre to kind of to look at because again, it looks like those kind of sixties epics, you know, those kind of sand and sandals kind of gladiatorial. It's like, like watching a theatre show, isn't it? Like a film theatre theatre performance when you just get like mm. one big set and, and like they're moving the camera around on it. Especially the, especially those those opening scenes with Peter O'Toole and Malcolm McDowell. That that feels like a stage. Like it is a stage, clearly. But it, it does feel it does have that feel. And again, you've got two very kind of old school Shakespearean actors kind of doing do, plying their trade. I, I heard like from what I've read, Peter O'Toole was fairly difficult, like on set as well. Like he made he made fun of Tinto Brass and insulted Tinto Brass and his filmmaking and style. Um, he insulted the producer Bob Guccione, made fun of the magazine, you know, talking about it being trash and stuff. And you know, that's uh, that's how to win friends and influence people was his favorite book. <laughs> Clearly, um, I mean, I still like the good thing about this film is that these. These actors did con- continue on. Their the careers didn't just die after this film. It's yeah, and and people still so, talk about yeah. it to this day. I, like I, I personally, you know, I, ex- I I went in expecting stuff, you know, from this film, you know, and from what I've heard and what's been discussed and how long it is and you know all the history behind it. But I was still fairly shocked by some of the stuff I saw, like some of the stuff we've already mentioned. Like, I was still like they're pretty full on, but like you said, very unsexy. They don't really know what they're doing. The orgy scene just goes from one. It's like, and there's a voice, there's a constant voiceover, like Malcolm McDowell's voice in it. Hmm. And you don't really know whether that was just an overdub or whether this was actually how it was filmed hmm. and set out originally because of the way it's been edited and cut together. But that orgy scene where it's just like, you've got a, somebody with an eel, someone pleasuring themselves with an eel. You've got like somebody riding a bike, which is just basically a rotating load of like false tongues. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. There. Yeah. Yeah. You've got people on swings with ma- and I mean, massive big phalluses sticking out of walls and they're slamming into them. And it's just, it's just utter anything, any mad sex thing you can think of is happening. There's horses in the background. I'm mm. not saying anything. Yeah. You, you know, you know, you're assuming there's stuff going on there. Well, I mean, like I mean, dressed Cal- as bulls and all that. yeah, I mean, Caligula does end up in bed with his horse, and yes, not only that, mistakes the horse for his sister during a fever. So, yes. who you know, he was very intimate with. Um, Indeed. So, but you see, you see him hugging the horse, and then he he starts up like. You don't, you don't, and then he starts vomiting, and it's whether you're meant to surmise from that he's been doing something with the horse or not. You just, it's, it's just, it's just very strange. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. saying to us, oh, he's caught because he calls, he's calling it Drusilla, isn't he? Because he mm. just thinks it's there, basically. Yeah, and he's like, I miss you. I'm not sure. Was she dead at that point, or is, it was? Yeah, she died. I think she died towards, towards the very end of the film, isn't it? Really, this is be, as he's kind of like, as he's got that fever thing, he's really losing it, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's kind of it's 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 interesting. I quite like I quite like when he he goes out um as a beggar, like after Drusilla's died in yeah, his depression, yeah. he kind of goes out and he's going on the streets of Rome. Oh, I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention this as well with Proculus. Um once he gets murdered, he gets murdered, you know, he cuts cuts they had cut his penis off and his balls off. Um, I forgot to mention that two lesbians then proceed to piss on him uh, for oh, real. Right. For real, they they piss on him and then rub rub the blood on that is on Proculus on their vaginas. So yeah, that's yeah. 
that's a thing that happened so, as well. Yeah, it's a definite Sunday afternoon family film. Absolutely. Sure. Um, but yeah, you, you see Caligula, you kind of, and then they're, they're doing a play. Or, uh, there's a street play, a street performance of his life, and and someone's playing Drusilla, and she's, you know, again, another, like, good scene, like a, a decent, you know, scene, and there's, because I think there's a, there's probably on the cutting room floor. I think there's a lot more stuff where it's like you're sympathetic of Caligula, uh, yeah. and that you're you can you know you, can, you get what he's going through. I think this is one of those that that kept that was kept in because he starts smashing the stage. He's like, "No, you can't do this," and she's like, "I am Drusilla. Make love to me, Caligula." Like the worst kind of <laughs> she's doing the worst bit of acting you've ever seen. <laughs> Um, and then there's a magician, the magician in like the cells, but oh, doing the vanishing yeah. coin thing, and then he makes his ring disappear, and, the, and then the magician like realizes it's it's him because he sees the ring, and he goes, oh, and they all start bowing down to him, and then yeah, doesn't he do the enough in now? Doesn't he do the coin thing with that unconscious woman's vagina? Does that magic? Trick? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, Caligula then sees him doing that, and then he makes Caligula vanishes his ring and makes it appear from his balls. Yes, <laughs> that's it. As, as you do. I know. I used to do that as a magician all the time. I mean, and you've got you've got the skills. You've got the skills to to, <laughs> to pull those coins out of any which place you want. You know. Yeah. It's, it's not behind. Balls. It's not behind your ear. It's behind one of your lips. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam! Shazam! Magic! Halakazam! Um, yeah. Wow. Um, I I I, I want to talk about um, Caligula's invasion of uh, of Britain. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's. I think it's military might showing that it's finest. Very successful campaign, I think, as well. Like purely, I know on set. Where is where is where is Britain, Caligula? Oh, it's over there. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and how are we going to conquer it with with my soldiers and his soldiers bare ass nude, like all of yeah. these, and uh, and they got just shields. Though. Yeah, they have got shields. They got spears. They got all that. All the gear. Just no clothes on, uh, and they just kind of frolic into the water, and <laughs> and that's it. Go and kill those. Go and kill those papyrus. That's what well, he, that's, gets, he gets oh, to kill it, all yeah. the papyrus, doesn't he? That's right. And so they bring basically, it back says the papyrus like, is is Britain. Go and kill all. Go and kill all the papyrus. <laughs> that's, that's you right. can see all the soldiers are looking at each other, going, "What the fuck? And I was this fellow talking about." <laughs> and he, he brings it back, doesn't he? And that's the that's the big thing because he kind of comes back out of his depression. Is like, and he hires that giant guy as well. He's not a giant at all because he's a, he's shorter than Caligula, you know, in the film. So I don't know why they call him the giant. <laughs> But uh, he's kind of like, yes, my next big thing is when I conquer Britain. and Or is it your... I think you might do... Again, like, my memory of this film, it's two and a half hours and it's it's pretty choppy as it is. So yeah, wherever this really falls good. wherever this falls in the plot, it, does, it just falls. But it's either... And it's tra- you, tr- you almost remember it in the order it should be in, even though it wasn't in that order. I agreed, agreed. You know, it, would, it makes more sense for your brain to remember it in the incorrect order uh, than the, <laughs> the actual correct order of the film. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Guccione, for confusing us. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I just Apparently on set as well during that scene, uh, Malcolm McDowell, as an actor, you know, you ask questions and you question some of the artistic choices. And uh, he asked uh, Tinto Brass, he said, um, if we're invading... You know, Britain, England, what have you? Um, why have none of our soldiers got armor on? And he's like, Tinter Brass was like, just cocking ass. That was that was his answer. That was his uh, creative creative opinion on that that's, particular. That's question. all we need. Cocking ass. Cock I mean, that ass. scene is to to, de- to describe that scene is essentially like 
Caligula sat on like a throne looking out onto like Lake Windermere, basically just like a lake <laughs> with where you can see the other side of the lake. And he's going, that's Britain there. Go and kill it. He's just, go and kill the papyrus. Like, is what? that is, is that again that is that the bit where he's got the seashell and he's just like like his phone <laughs> it's like a military phone isn't he? he's going oh yes okay I've been told that they're over there <laughs> but where is Britain sire there it is and he's just pointing basically over to the other side of this lake and then oh, he, yeah, gi- okay. he gives it over to the giant and he's like yeah I can hear it too <laughs> <laughs> so fucking so fucking weird <laughs> like it's very very weird. It's the fucking fucking weird. And yeah, you just you just watch it and go, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I, again, it's it's not a boring film. It's definitely not a boring film. I'm I'm glad I'm glad for that being it being that the the version that we both watched was the two and a half hour version. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't boring. I, there was never a point where I was like, you know, and I've I've watched some boring films on this podcast and in real life that were much more boring than this. This was entertaining, but I did expect a bit more kind of violence and brutality and torture and that sort of thing but it seems to more skew on this kind of sexual side of of caligula's kind of yeah, uh, debauched nature of of what he was wasn't it it's it's, it's all about the like having the horse and the odd sex stuff going on hmm. and but where there is blood it is very very red paint blood yeah it's good old-fashioned italian Gore blood. Mm, yeah, I, I can. You can definitely. Yeah, you can definitely tell. It's not like the the sticky kind of stuff you get in the eighties and that. Because you know, this was just ninety. What was it? Nineteen seventy nine. I think. Seventy nine. I'm thinking. Yeah. So just kind of before they started to kind of get you know, like this is how we do blood now. You know, the, before the Tom Savini days and you know that sort of stuff. But yeah, um, I just. I, I, like it's, it's, I don't even know what to kind of say about this. I think, would you recommend it to people? Do you think? Well, I mean, not not like me now or anything, but yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I think generally, as a, it's one of those films, isn't it, where it's kind of like you want to say you've seen it, and I, th- I think it's actually a good. Uh, unfortunately, it's one of those films where I'd want to, I, I would like to watch it, but as soon as you say you're going to watch it, people who've never even seen it know of it mm. being a basically a, a porn mm. so you say oh, i'm gonna watch caligula everyone's gonna oh you're great you perv but it's like it's actually a good a good film do you know what i mean it's, yeah. and it's, as i say it's spoiled by the fact that it's got this porn thing about it where it's basically a it's a, what, what what was it called an um, erotic historical drama it kind of like ruins the fact that you could actually just watch it as a half decent film uh, it's almost like they need to bring a cutout where there's none of that in it. Hmm. They just give, give you the film. I mean, it'd be, as I say, five minutes long. But, but the, the, reason I, uh, the reason I chose this was uh, because a comment, a, a comment your wife made um, was, was that every time, <laughs> every time you walk into a film, uh, she walks into you watching a film for the podcast. It always, always ends up someone with their bare breasts out, you know. And she, she always it's joke, always the scene, <laughs> and she'll always go. You're watching porn again. So I thought, why, <laughs> why not actually make you watch actual porn? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so glad you did. I mean, it may interest you to know, like, I, I did have it in my collection, though, which is, which says a lot of, there you go. You know, what can I say? But yeah, it's an, um, it deserves its 
like do, notoriety. If you do, like. you think? Do you think it's like? Um, do you think it should be in the kind of the archives for culturally significant films or anything like that? I think it is. I think it is. A, it's culturally significant. I mean, it's it is actually a good film. It's it, it's it's hard to explain it being a good film, but being completely deranged at the same time. It's a good film and a bad porno is what it is. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's one of those films as well as a novelty. I, I want to see how it should have been, as you said before. If they did, the, if they did get round to doing that proper, the definitive cut of it, mm. where it's like all in the proper order, whichever writer director it was, but put it in the actual order instead of letting Guccione's take all the Guccione crap out of it mm. and put it in the order it should have been. Mm. I think it'd be a, a decent like oddity to watch. You know, yeah. it's not. It's as you say, it's not boring. There's no terrible acting in it in any part. The worst acting is some of the porn actors, obviously, because it was like penthouse play, playmates or whatever, the penthouse yeah. Yeah. Pe- pals or something like that. I'll do the girls and that. You can tell it was that kind of just porn actors, porn extras in the background. Just, and it's like they've got like some disabled people with like withered legs, as you said before, about yeah, yeah. the hopping bit, crawl, and he's, he's telling people what to do. Mm. He's got like almost like the, all the freaks, if you will, mm. in the middle like hopping about on one leg for him and yeah. you know the the three-faced woman's hugging the big bell and all that kind of stuff and yeah it's all it's, that weirdness yeah it's a weird kind of but I, I, again like that's part of his history and part of his character and i i think they do represent from from what i know of the real caligula and the videos i've watched on the history of caligula it's not like we said it's not far off so it's it's you know, it's fairly accurate. It's bizarre and weird. And and again, like, you know, you can't, truth is stranger than fiction, isn't it? So, and I think, I think his truth is very, very strange. Um, but it's like, as you, as you were saying before, your nan came into watching that and said, when you're watching something, I said, this is the last days of Rome. Cause that is known as, that's how mad Rome was just mad. They debauched, yeah. you know, everyone was, you don't have to go to Pompeii and it's like, got the little, penises drawn in the roads to show where all the brothels were and all that stuff it's that's actually in the cart wheels on the floor it's like stone penises to so everyone knew where the brothels were so it's, that, that's it's the almost, kind of place it the roman empire was you know yeah it's almost a bit kind of like paganistic with all the phalluses and all the penises and like every which way you look if it's not a real penis it's a it's a fake penis um yeah. you know you can't move massive the six, 70 foot tall penis shapes yeah. you got you got Malcolm it, it McDowell is, it, taking a real piss in the corner it is very surreal like I say it, it, it's almost Flash Gordon like and it's surreal yeah it's a grand epic the sets are amazing like just to look at the sets and it does there is this almost like dreamlike feel to the film like there's a dreamlike I don't know this this unusual kind of I don't know texture to it the kind of yeah it's, it's like it's like um, it's, it's shot on it's like film isn't it anyway it's yeah. grainy but it's like misty, it's that misty, yeah. murky feel to it. Almost like a Tony Scott film or something. It's like yeah, it? until you go to the porn bits and they're shot totally different lighting and everything. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and like the the shot again, like years after as well. It's not even like yeah. it's not even like drastically, you know, close together. You know, there's there's a bit where like Caligula kind of there's this big like I can't remember what the line was, but it's, I think it's about something and it cuts immediately to this like this weird kind of stone face that looks really shocked it's kind of like got this like 
Ooh. face. Yeah. Um, he talks through that, doesn't he, to his sister? Yeah, and then and then he goes behind it, and there's two guys. You know, you know. Obviously, this is filmed. You know, it's cut totally together. It's really haphazard. Um, and he's like, "Hey, you can't be doing that behind there." And it's just two guys sucking each other off um, for for real. You know, um, and obviously they just run away. And I was like, "What are they doing there? Why are they there? Why are they in the like? Nobody's invited them. They're basically." The royal bedroom. There's the, the sex scene with Helen Mirren and his sister, and there's two lesbians behind the mouth watching. So basically, Helen, Helen, and him and the sister have are having a little threesome thing, soft, you know, normal, simulated sex thing. And then in the background is the hardcore lesbian porn going on. Mm. As they so they intersperse between the two, mm. and like that's obviously. I'm I'm assuming that's one of the scenes that was like created later for the for the film. Oh, but definitely. Just definitely. Like, yeah, these two, these two girls be out behind there watching them three, have, and then go, "Ooh, let's let's have a go." So that way they go. Ooh, let's, let's have a, let's have a nipple. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh gosh, um, I I read somewhere. I don't know how true this is. I can't find anything else to substantiate this claim but apparently the the birth of of Caligula's daughter was was interspersed with real a real per, real pregnant people giving birth pregnant women giving birth apparently but mm-hmm. you you bet like all you see is her kind of strung up and then there's obviously there's a head there's a crowning of a child head yeah. coming out but that's, I that's, if kind that's of in one of the, one of the many cuts. Yeah, maybe. Um, there is because she's wearing this gold mask, and you see her briefly without the mask on. But then most of the shots, the mask is over her face. Mm. Um, but I don't know how. I, I I don't think it would have been that good. I don't think it had been allowed, pre- would it? Yeah. <laughs> even, even back then, I'm thinking stringing a pregnant woman up who is in labour. You string her up and yeah. filming her give birth. There's I a lot. Malcolm a lot of things might have had something to say there. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I think I think you know as 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 far as this film goes, I think that might have been just a little too far. <laughs> that might um, have been its limit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is implied. There's implied paedophilia. There's implied um, bestiality. Like we've said, you know, it's. Um, I'm glad they don't show that stuff because I, I somebody somebody told me that they may show some paedophilia scenes, and I'm like, mm, hope hope not. Luckily, they didn't. As far as I'm aware, that, to be honest, there's so much being thrown at you. In this film, you know, the stuff I've missed. I forgot about the, like you were saying, the the bike with all the tongues on it. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, there's so it's much. And the, and the eel, the eel lady riding with the big eel. Yeah, I forgot it's about some, that. In the back, but as I say, it's like the image is like, a, a, I don't know how to describe it, a plateau of filth, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a multi story car park full of people doing all kinds of mad shit. Everywhere you look, that's essentially it's like um, the smorgasbord what, of filth. It's like, yeah, it's like um, what was that? Uh, celebrity squares, but <laughs> extreme celebrity squares, and just all kinds of magic going on in every square in the corner. <laughs> and, that, and that's what it, it, and they're like walking up and down steps like Mario and Donkey Kong's at the top with a huge cock. That's that's kind of how, how it is, isn't it? They're, yes. they're the little the original Mario Hammerman dude. Instead of flame and barrels, it's just massive cocks and spinning wheels of tongue and stuff. I mean, that's that's kind of what I felt like in this film. I just had to dodge all the penises constantly <laughs> coming, coming at me. It's like 3D. Whoa, whoa. It is, there is there is a whole lot of penis. Whole lot of penis. Again, again, if you're if you 
It's it's this weird middle ground of. I think that was on the poster, wasn't it? Whole lot of penis. Whole tagline. That's that's the song. Whole lot of penis. But again, like I think back in the day, obviously. Now this this is still uh, this is still banned in um, in several countries, including Belarus. Uh, it was released in Russia in '93, uncut, uh, and then in I think we got it in 2005, mm. um, and then I think Australia got it in 2008, fully uncut. I think it's something like that, or the other way around. We might have got it in 2008, and then they got it in 2005. Um, so it's still it's still taken a while to you know, and again, we still don't have the final effectively the final cut of the film like it's still being put together it's being remastered luckily apparently they found a lot of the the b-roll a lot of the footage um in this kind of warehouse the mad thing about it is with this film is you could well expect the uncut version to just be all the penises have still got the foreskins that's that's because <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, i mean that's that's uh, inaccurate isn't it because <laughs> In in Rome, they would have been they would have been you know fully fully. Turtle- I wonder how long. I wonder how long it would take to check them all. Check. check have, a, have a look to make sure they all are one, two, three, four. Reminds me, it reminds me of that. Uh, reminds me of that Friends episode where they're trying to make Joey a foreskin for his audition. <laughs> Just like oh, I want to be in Caligula so much, quick fashion this fashion this bit of sausage meat around it. <laughs> There you go. It is a a mad film. Mental, mental. But yeah, I I do kind of recommend it in a weird way, in kind of like this kind of time capsule bubble before we had like, because again, this is, this is, I guess, this was released in cinemas, you know, to to a degree. You know, Mm. obviously there was various cuts made, you know, um, especially in the UK, there was some severe cuts made. Uh, Like we said, there's 15, 20 different versions of this film. I don't know if we'll ever get the totally the full version who knows maybe we will fingers crossed i would watch it i think yeah if you can get a copy of it and get to watch it watch it it's it's definitely definitely worth the watch if you can um get past the stigma of yeah you're watching caligula you're perfect to be be fair though there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of european films that do feature like mainstream theatrical films that do feature you know unsimulated sex not oh i'd actually say there's there's been more uncomfortable sex scenes in films recently. Like um, the blue is the warmest color. You know the sex scenes in that are so like strung out, and obviously you know there's a, a bit of trouble from the actresses involved afterwards yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But I think they're tonally and cringily worse than anything in Caligula. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. No, I, I get what I get what you mean. I, I think there are. Uh, yeah, it's. I think I, I think the love scenes that are unsimulated are better. Uh, sorry, the yes. the simula- simulated sex would be yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. fake stuff acting. Um, the unsimulated stuff is shit. It's just not even a good porno. It's not sexy. It's it's just like you said. It looks like they've never seen a penis that large before. And and to be fair, I don't think I. <laughs> I don't think I'd know it's what large, to do with it, Dan. <laughs> large and smooth. I mean, they're the best looking penises I've seen in a long time, and not that I, not that I go around looking for them, but um, but there you go, they 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 were they were fantastic looking penises. Um, impressive, impressive. I'm I'm impressed. You know, coming from a coming from a straight man, that's uh, an unusual statement, I'm sure. But they they're all right. They look good. They look good on screen. Um, but yeah, it's 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 weird. I think I think people should watch it because I think 
even you know there's there's some good films out there that do have you know unsimulated sex in but real sex the actors have real sex as didn't Shia LaBeouf do that Nymphomaniac film and he actually had sex with the other actor? Yeah, well, there's a few, and there's nine songs. Nine songs, there's, yeah. Um, that's that's basically nine nine concerts, nine sex scenes. Yeah. Um, you've got you've got things like um, the Perfect Picture. I think is, is unsimulated sex mm. stuff. Um, there's quite a few. I mean, like um, the Bunny. What's what's that one? Oh, is it like Brown Brown Bunny or something? Like Brown that? Bunny or whatever, yeah, which is obviously quite synonymous yeah. with people doing things they did yeah. they didn't want to do. Yeah. I'd be I'd be I mean I'd be interested to see like how big a list there is of kind of theatrical films that were released with unsimulated sex. Like I would I'm I'm kind of interested. Um I don't think I'm gonna go, you know, unless unless I hear some amazing things about them, I don't know if I'm gonna go out and and find them. And look I think the difference them, but... with this film is rather than it being um, like unsimulated sex in the film, yeah, it's the it's that added. It's he's added porn basically into yeah. what was already because because in those other films simulated sex bits. Because of those other films, it's actually just actors having sex, like yeah, and part they... of the story as well. Yeah, exactly, and they're they're performing. You know, they're being their characters while having that sex and performing it in a certain way, which is. You know, as as a form, you know, as a former actor or part time actor myself, I'm not sure if I could do that personally. But um, yeah. it's quite an extreme thing to ask an actor, I think. And there's certain, you know, there's certain things that directors have asked actors to do in the past that are extreme. Like we, like you've just said, there's a lot of kind of controversy about some of those films, um, and there's controversy about this film as well, like Guccione and uh, you know some other stuff. Um, but one of the one of the actresses sued got like four million in damages afterwards didn't he because yeah. it basically destroyed the she I think she was one of the ones in the and that aforementioned lesbian scene behind mm. the mouth. Yeah um, and I think she's she sued them because it knackered their career. Yeah I think I think she may have been possibly been uh, she claims to have been assaulted and you know mm. she she won the case so you know there you go. Um but yeah it's yeah but it's 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 interesting to see like the advent of like internet porn now, it's like like th- like Caligula is nothing really compared oh, yeah. no, to what no, you would yeah. find on the internet. Like this Jesus. is you know like <laughs> the, the stuff you can find on the internet is you know far more disturbing and arguably less sexy than Caligula, even though this is a very sexy already. Um, There's probably stuff on TikTok now that's worse than this. Arguably, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's so. <sighs> Yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see because so I think that's probably why it was so popular because it was marketed as you know a theatrical film with just you know yeah. co- copulation all over the place. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we we looked at society and we looked at the shunting, um, and even <laughs> and even the shunting was probably arguably sexier than, <laughs> than some of the. I know it, it is weird, isn't it? It, it is. You it know, is really people melting it's hard into to explain. each other. That's why people need to watch this film. Is to is to see that we're not literally just saying it's not sexy at all to try and sound like yeah. we, we didn't like it. It's literally it's it's just not. You could kind of watch it with your family, not that you would, and not be embarrassed to like, oh, you know, you're not going to get titillated yeah. kind of thing by it. It's just not. Yeah. It's just it's quite horrendous, really. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's not it's not good. It's not sexy. And it's not. It's yeah. It, it's so weird. It's such a weird movie. Like I think it's 
it's it's hard to like I know we've tried to talk about it and explain it. I don't think we've probably done the best job. We kind of like like do you remember that weird bit? Do you remember that weird bit? Do you remember that weird yeah. bit? But it, it's because it, it's so it's so disjointed though, isn't it? As a film, you can't really. It's not like you can say the plot is Caligula is um, wants to be in the Senate. But he's not allowed to be, so he's got to fight for his position, and he's got to get rid of these people and that. It's just literally mad bastard at the beginning, gets a bit madder, and then goes totally batshit at the end and gets killed. Do you think George Lucas oh, was inspired by Caligula to write his prequel trilogy? <laughs> I think, I think um, he, he was suffering from the same mental illness as Caligula was me <laughs> to write his prequel trilogy. And he was like, uh, he was like, I am the Senate. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Build me a, a lift to the gods, for I am a god. It's treason, then. <laughs> you know that's a, <laughs> that's that's a very Caligula line. <laughs> is um is is Caligula's death scene where mm. he's obviously he goes and gets betrayed and spoilers he dies. <laughs> yeah, ev- everyone hates him that much that basically what once he's been killed, he says, "What's the password?" And he says, "Scrotum." He goes, "Ah, so be it then," and just takes him out with a sword. Yeah, and then Helen Mirren screams and runs up and he kills her, and then all the soldiers come in with the spears and just start having a good old stab at him because they just want to make sure he's dead. Oh, you, you, missed, then, you, course, you missed the most brutal bit is that his daughter baby. just yeah. gets thrown, her head gets thrown into these marble steps, and her head yeah. basically just kind of <laughs> explodes with blood. That's the closest thing to the, you know you mentioned the, the paedophilia thing before. Back then, you didn't really ever see kids getting hurt in films or. You know what I mean? It was like, I think I mentioned this before. I don't know if there was a law against it or whatever, but you never saw kids in horror films getting killed. It was always off, off screen or whatever. So when you did see, see anything like that, it was like, and, and it literally is this cute little kid who's his son, but it's actually his daughter, just gets taken off the shoulders of the woman looking after her and just smashed against the marble steps. And then at the end, you see them all like they're lying there dead and it pauses on his dead face. For ages, they just chuck him down. They just chuck him down the stairs. I do like that bit where he's like, the blood's running down the stairs. Yeah, really I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember that soldier's name, but it's something like Carada, Carada, or something like that. And he's like, I, I live, I live. You know, because yeah. he he believes he's he believes he's immortal and he's a god, and he's like, you can't kill me. You know, <laughs> okay, we'll have a good go. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. It's proper. It's proper Malcolm McDowell, isn't it? Scrotum, <laughs> you know. Yeah, with his thumbs up as well. He puts his thumbs up and scrotum, yeah. and he goes, "So be it," and just does him in. <laughs> it's very. It's very like it's. It's proper like you know Jason Machete kill as well because he goes, yeah. Proper swings at his you know his neck. Uh, but then yeah, it just takes Helen Mirren out, stabs him in the gut, yeah. and then as you say, just takes the daughter out in like the most horrendous way possible. It's, clear, it's just it's like clearly throw, like throws clearly it down a like a sack. Clearly yeah. a doll, but it's still pretty horrific because it's just like, oh, it's like all sack of shit. Sack of shit. Um, but yeah, Caligula, Caligula. What, what else can we say about Caligula? We haven't already said. Oh, it's got, um, a, it's got a beautiful soundtrack. It does, uh, yeah. as I said before. Bruno Nicolai did the uh, music, and it's got um, you know some of the classical tunes in it that you, that you know and love already put it now now with a porno background that's just delightful but part, um, of me, part of me wishes though like when they transferred to the porn scenes that they had like a you know like a sax playing or like a bang chicka bang bang yeah so you knew so you yeah. knew which bits were, which, which were added later 
And, you know, and I've, I've still got Malcolm McDowell going, I am Rome, Caligula, the <laughs> God, you know, all the while that soundtrack is playing. <laughs> Or at least yeah, or just have or just have like as as it cuts, you just hear, oh yeah. Oh baby. Just like just like a little war, like like a little three second warning or something, just like here comes yeah. the porn. Before every scene of porn scene, it was just like, oh baby. <laughs> Cover your grandmother's eyes because the porn is coming. Quick. I kind of, I kind of do want to watch the PG version of it just to see what it's like, but I imagine it's not very good. Um, I mean, one of the one of the funniest bits in it as well is the, the little things you notice. Is it um, was it Long Giants? Is I think that's the name of something that they do in the film, isn't it? But he's got this weird head shape. But, but he's on that boat. He's on the big um, the love ship kind of thing, and he just basically spits his wine into his face <laughs> from like. Through his teeth, he like squirts something through his teeth at yeah. Longinus and it gets him in the eye. And I'm like, that's just a random, like a random thing in the whole film. I think, I think, yeah, I, I, I think there's clearly stuff that Malcolm McDowell is just doing. Like he's just like, <laughs> yeah. like I think the flower <laughs> thing. Like, on get the, away with this. The flower thing in the bum. I think, I think he's like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do this. <laughs> like it's just a proper yeah. random. Um, but yeah, speaking of speaking of um, speaking of fluids, I, I remembered that. I think it's is it is it um Macro's wife who's kind of like a, almost like a priestess almost she's kind of got all yeah. the she's got the dark hair and the dark dress and, and she just lies on her bed yeah mostly but I, I remember remember during one of her scenes for some reason there's three or four men just jizzing into a bowl just jizzing directly into a bowl <laughs> I, I imagine it's going on her skin to like preserve oil of oil of you like. Yeah, but it's just—I was just like, it's just three guys jizzing into a into a bowl. What am I? What am I watching here? Like, it's not—it's not even them having sex. It's just they're just jacking off into a bowl. I bet you, I bet you never even thought I've made Dan watch this. <laughs> I can't believe I made myself watch it, let alone anybody else. Um, Hello. You watched it first. I was, I was like, yeah, okay, he's watching. Because you, you said you said you said you're going to watch the uh, PG version or the not the PG version, yeah. but the but the one the bit without the one without the porn, the one without the porn, yeah. that version. The short, I think there's a 90 minute version, isn't there? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think I, I'd like to, I'm I'm going to try and track down that version. I'd actually I'd watch it again, but as I say, two hours forty or whatever it is is slightly long, even yeah. though it doesn't really feel it. No, like I said, I, I'm, I I, again, it clips along. It clips along at quite a decent rate, like doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's maybe the editing or the the, bre- the brevity of the editing. Or... Yeah, well, if you think if you think about the beginning, even before the credits, the opening credits are finished, you're six minutes into the film. True. So you could probably cut out all a load, a load of crap like that. And you got you got to hear the you got to hear the. There's some great, some really. That's the dance of the knights from Romeo and Juliet. Oh. It's very um. Some like there's some nice classical stuff in there. It it fits though. It does like it's not like totally. It fits the theming of the film. It fits that this is grand. It's epic, and it's you know, you know, somewhat sinister, and the things to come are somewhat disturbing i think that fits in with that kind of that music is quite fitting for it um as an opening um yeah it's uh it's a mad bastard of a film that is quite correct it is one one for the um one for the collection for the connoisseur of bizarre one for the ages um yeah uh it's it's one if if um like arrow brought out a 
definitive edition Blu-ray box set. Mm. I'd buy it. Yeah. It's, it's I, one of them. I think I would too, because again, like like we said, there's there's history to it, there's contrib like I'm I'm always up for films that kind of challenge me. Like recently I watched a film called Who Can Kill a Child, which opens with seven or eight minutes worth of documentary footage of children that are either mutilated, dying, and or dead from many historical events. So Auschwitz, Vietnam, various other things. It's got fuck all to do with the film. The film is actually very good. With those first seven or eight minutes, I did watch them, but they're a fucking hard watch. But if anybody watches uh, Who Can Kill a Child, skip those seven or eight minutes because it doesn't really add anything. It's just tragic shit. I get what I get what he's trying to say. To fuck your head up straight away. Yeah, I get what he's trying to say because it's saying that like war and stuff, all, always the children suffer the most, um, and that's and then basically these children all of a sudden go mad and start killing the inhabitants of an island, and these tourists, uh, these British tourists, kind of turn up and they become victim to it. Um, it's a great film. It's full attention. It's it's almost like Hitchcock's The Birds, but with kids. Um, yeah, I've never heard of it. My, re- I'm intrigued. Now. It is, it is really good. I, I, I bought it on, um, I had to buy it because I couldn't find a copy anywhere else. Um, I had to buy it on um, uh, iTunes um, for like a fiver, but it was worth it because it actually is an excellent Spanish horror film. Um, again, skip the first seven or eight minutes unless you want to watch it, but that film did you know, challenge me and this film challenged me in a different way. Um, I think that's, uh, as, as we touched on before, I think um, European horror and European like films often did touch on subjects that maybe the the like hollywood and british films didn't hmm. like like that kind of subject where kids doing mad shit yeah you didn't really true. see that anywhere else but i, I think I, the I, europeans I were a bit bit more open to it yeah well i think i think they've always have been a bit more open to kind of uh, sexuality and violence a bit more explicit um you know and so many other cultures i think you know still even to this day i think we're still a little uh we're still a little Victorian in our um yeah, in our views. yeah I think um with England it's still like oh we no sex please we're English that sort of thing yes you know so I, I think there is there is part of that um but again like it's you know there's there's a lot of those Italian films unfortunately like stuff like what you've discussed already has occurred horrible stuff like that there's um you know there's animal torture and and people animals getting killed as well in some of those um you know it's like lots of other kind of films like cockfighter was a was a film about cockfighting that had real cockfighting in it and it's still not available in the uk because of animal cruelty laws and stuff you know there's a lot of films out there that do challenge you and i think this would challenge the most you know like even i was shocked and i knew exactly what i was going in for you know um i was still shocked by it so it's still this film still has power um even this many years after it was it was released um there's still something to it i do recommend watching it even just as a kind of history lesson i think it's good to kind of know how things have come on where we are with you know censorship and and you know the his, the history of it is arguably more fascinating than the film um but i still don't think the film is awful i think it's one of those films you could sit with your phone ready and like hear a name and have a look google google the name see what the actual history was and go oh actually it's quite accurate then isn't it yeah i would yeah. i would if, if if you watch it i would go on youtube straight after like i did and go i wonder how much of this was real and you'll realize most of it almost almost entirely all of this was real like i'm not sure if it happened to the exact characters and stuff obviously it's still an adaptation it's it's not even an adaptation it's an adaptation of an adaptation you know hmm. 
of the script and stuff. So who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't but, mind getting hold of the soundtrack as well. That's really, really good. I think so too. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about Caligula before we come to an end? I don't think I can't think of anything that stood still there, Mrs. Stood out particularly. <laughs> apart from the penis. Apart from the penis. Oh, there's some there is some impressive penis. Impressive in, uh, penis. There's um, quite a lot of decent bushage as well. So yeah. You can tell the 70s, the, the 70s, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Absolutely. if you haven't got it in your collection or you've ne- or you've been like you've heard of it. I never thought, I don't know. I'll track it down, give it a watch. Yeah. Whatever whatever version you can get hold of. Yeah, whichever version you are most comfortable with. You know, there's some people who won't watch the, the, the full version, but me and Dan have, for everyone's viewing pleasure, listening pleasure, we've we watched it so nobody else has to. This is definitely probably, probably one of the more infamous films I've done because I do like to tackle infamous, obscure, and cult and um, I think this is definitely falls in that category. But yeah, no, it's been it's been. And says, I think some people might watch and go, "Don't know what all the fuss is about." Yeah, like like we said, like yeah, you know, seen worse on Pornhub. Yeah, when you've got when you nowadays when you've got your Brazilian fart porn, this is pretty tame, you know. <laughs> in comparison, Dan, Dan starts googling Brazilian fart porn. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's it's definitely it's it's a fascinating film in its own right. Um, whichever way you cut it, the history, the film itself, the you know what came after, and what has you know the world has changed. Arguably, Caligula changed the landscape of cinema. You know, you could argue. Mm. Who knew? Who knew of this this giant epic? And and I actually haven't seen many of these epics that people you know mentioned. So this is probably one of the only ones I've seen. Well, like Ben Hur and stuff. Ben Hur. I haven't seen I haven't seen those, but I've seen Caligula, and that's something. Arguably better. Arguably, definitely. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm definite, positive. It's probably better. Um, anyway, um, Dan, where can people find you and the wonderful things you do on the social medias? Oh, good question. I've forgotten myself. It's been a while. Um, you can find me on at Dan's Photo on Instagram um, and at Dan Burgess Photo on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly on Instagram these days, to be honest. Yeah. And at Dan's Photo 1 on um, the Twitter. The Twitters. The Twitters, very good. Well, I've been really enjoying your photos every day. You're doing a photo every day, uh, like a photo yeah. edit thing every day, and I love all of them. They're so, like, every word you pick, I'm like, what is he going to do with this word? And, like, you never go for, like, the obvious thing. You always go for something really unique or a unique spin yes. on that word or, like, the old the old version of that word or something like that. So I really enjoy something, that. Something very odd. It was one of those things where, obviously, we're all in lockdown. I wanted to carry on taking photos because I thought I can't take can't go out and take photos of other people. So it's kind of me normally just sat on my couch. Hmm. But I, did, I put um a 365 word um random word generator at the beginning of the year. So just I've got I've got 365 words, one for every day. I look at the word of that day and away I go. I try and come up with something as weird as I can. Well, it, it, they are no weirder than Caligula, I will say that. Yeah, there's no penis has been in any of it yet. No. I don't think there will be. Well, I mean, we'll, <laughs> have, to, we'll have to see what, what is your 365th word. <laughs> 365th word's Caligula. Oh. You know, there's got to be problems. <laughs> yes. I want to see that one. 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good images you could pull from the film and uh, lots of ideas. So I would love to see that. Um, but there we are. There we are. So uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Secret Balls, uh, Twitter it's at Dan underscore Balls, and Instagram it's Spider Dan Secret Balls. And don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle. And for everything else, you el- for everything else you need to know about the podcast, swing over to SpiderDanAndTheSecretBalls.com on the World Wide Web to email me, read reviews and learn how you can support the podcast speaking of supporting the podcast i'd like to thank my patrons on patreon i am jack's musings paul meller max Byrne, tony farina and scott hodgson for their continuing donations it is very much appreciated and helps prattle world keep on turning so thank you very much guys and please give me all your money please keep giving me the monies legends absolute legends that is right dan um so yes that is it um well i mean that was caligula I, as 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 best as we could describe it without you kind of have to see it i think that's the one yeah yeah. I think that's the main thing. You kind of have to see it. Whatever form you want to watch it in, you kind of have to see it. Um, but that is it. Can I just ask next next time we do a film, it's like something by Disney or something. You know what, Dan? <laughs> you know what, Dan? You, I'll let you pick. You, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, but I thought I thought this was a was an interesting pick. Um, something a bit different as well from the usual stuff I do. So so I'm glad Definitely. I'm glad you I'm glad you watched. I'm glad that you watched the hardcore edition as well because. <sighs> I'm glad glad I didn't have to suffer alone. It'll be an interesting new series, this as well. I look forward to listening to the rest. Oh yes, there's going to be a lot of uh, lot of interesting stuff. It's I'm 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 basically just going to pick them up at random. I think I'm just going to be like, right, we're going to watch that. Don't know anything about it, and we'll see. Um, Or again, people people can bring it to me or whatever. But we'll just see. But I'm always I'm always happy to come back and watch some more weird shit. Oh, you love it. And I, and I love you for it, Dan. So thank you very much. But uh, okay, Ooh. that is us uh, signing off. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.